0: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Well, we got a late start in the week as Block Talk Radio was down for a moment, but we got started with Wow Wednesday, yes, with our girlfriend Vivian. Vivian talked about the migrant children coming under fire with illness and unfortunately took the life of a five-year-old migrant little boy who had been housed in one of the warehouse shelters in Chicago. They have increased their uh, recipients. Yes, they are getting in the thousands now, still have not caught up to New York. But as they are coming close to their 60-day limit, like uh, New York, unfortunately, an illness broke out. They don't quite know what happened. But unfortunately, again, you know, the death of a little five-year-old is indicative of the possibility that we could be on to some real issues Yeah, you know, we talked about the fact that they're coming over here. And, you know, they haven't been medically cleared, technically. And uh, we don't know. We have no idea what is to come of this consistent, you know, uh, migrants coming into the United States. Well, we also talked about that Jonathan Majors, yeah, that big old mess. Jonathan Majors Is in Well Unfortunately He has not been sentenced yet But he has been found guilty Yes After the British dancer Girlfriend uh, Took him to court Yeah Over the allegation that he has uh, Abused her And you know Some questions might be coming up with you know what's going on with her, as they have some video evidence uh, showing that she had what they call a revenge party. Yeah, where she and uh, some people she know were uh, all gathered together, having a good old time, and she was not nursing that little finger. She claimed he messed up, and uh, she was running up that credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah You know Unfortunately You know Not only is he guilty But she is too So, you know We don't know what's going to come of that either Ooh, I tell you Well, we had a very interesting conversation That ensued After that particular um, topic And we're going to continue that conversation today so just you know if you were hanging out with us on wednesday know that we're gonna pick back up on that little uh story all right all righty well we ended up rolling up into therapeutic thursday and oh it was a new one for 24. yes a new a therapeutic Thursday for 24 as we took to some gospel music yes you know some of the songs that we have come to know and love over the years and the question is you know have we really been living by the, the words of the songs yes we started off with Lord I'm available to you By the Milton Brunson singers Yeah, the Thompson community singers And, you know, you sing Lord, I'm available to you My will I give to you I'll do what you say to Yeah, but are we really I mean really Living by that
0: mm.
2: Now we know it might be our intention However, what are we telling the Lord? that we can just sing this song, song, these songs, and we don't uh, follow through with anything? Well, one of the other songs was, let's see, Mm, I'll Trust You mm, by Donnie McClurkin. Yes, yes, yes. I'll Trust You, Lord. I'll Trust You, Lord. I'll Trust You, Lord. And in the grand scheme of things, do we really trust God? Nah, sometimes we don't. You know, trust really demands that we do some things. And if we're not doing those things, if we're not following through on those things, you got to really wonder if we're really trusting the Lord. Right? Right. All right. And we end it. Oh, we ended quite big. It was a nice, solemn, calm, beautiful song by Commissioned, Will You Be Ready. And it starts off with, Can't You See The Time Is Short? can mm. Can't you see the time is short? Yeah. You know... The question to the song is Will you be ready when Jesus comes And, uh, you know, if you've ever Really paid attention To the things that Pastor Steph says I challenge that Because we can't get ready For Jesus to come More than we need to get ready For God closing our eyes first Because more than likely We're not going to be here When Jesus cracks that sky. And that means that we don't know when God's going to close our eyes, and we have to be ready. So you really need to ask, if God were to close your eyes right now, unexpectedly, would you be ready? Now, if you have not asked yourself that question yet, it's time to ask yourself that question. Okay? All righty. Well, that's how we spent our Thursday. Well, today is Freestyle Friday. And trust me when I tell you, we are doing whatever we want to do today. Oh, I've got a line up of conversation, of stories for you. We're going to end this week We with a couple of topics that are really interesting, you know, when we're not going to go down the normal route per se, but it's going to be some good conversations. So, you know, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We're going to have a good old time today. We're going to give God thanks for bringing us safely into 2024, and it's our very first Friday of the year, so we have so much to give God thanks for, okay, all right, well, go ahead and get that healthy breakfast, go ahead and tell somebody that it's due time with Pastor Steph is on, and whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right back.
3: We know the cause for some birth defects, but for most, we don't. That's because we think most birth defects are caused by a complex mix of factors. There are some factors that can increase the chance of having a baby with a birth defect. These are called risk factors and include smoking, drinking alcohol, or taking certain street drugs during pregnancy. Having certain medical conditions, such as obesity or uncontrolled diabetes. Taking certain medications, such as some acne drugs. Having someone in your family with a birth defect. Being an older mother, typically over 34. And exposure to some chemicals and viruses during pregnancy. Having one or more of these factors doesn't necessarily mean your baby will have a birth defect. It is important to talk to your doctor about what you can do to improve your chances to have a healthy baby.
2: Good morning, good morning, and good morning to you. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. And uh, it's Freestyle Friday, our very first Friday of 2024. Mm, Quite exciting. You know, God is amazing, and he has allowed us to You know, wake up today. He's gotten us started. We can be together uh, as we give God the first fruits of our morning. And I am really excited as to what he's going to do for us today, not just this morning, but for the entire day. So, you know. I'm looking forward to you joining in with me. So, you know, I want you to talk back, talk back, talk back, talk back. You know how to get in touch with me. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing from you today. Okay? We got some stuff to talk about. All right? All righty. Well, we're going to do a lot of talk about our entertainers today. And one of the things we're going to talk about is, and I've had this actually on my radar for quite some time and finally we're able to get to it. And we're going to talk about the superstars that we know that have gone from like secular music to giving their lives. God excuse me and the first person on this list is someone who Shantice brought to us late last year daddy Yankee yes 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 he uh he is the one who is famous for gasoline yeah and he did give his life to the Lord And he says, my people, this day for me is the most important day of my life. He says to them in Spanish during a concert that he was giving. And he says, and I want to share it with you because living a life of success is not the same as living a life with purpose. He went on to say that, hmm. Someone was able to fill that emptiness. He went on to say, before citing a Bible verse in Spanish, What good will it be for a man to gain this whole world, yet forfeit his soul? Jesus lives in me, and I will live for him. Amen. So we are really happy that Daddy Yankee has come over to this side. Of the fence, yes, 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 so yeah, that might be someone that you know now, but back in the day, Al Green remember Al Green, everything is gonna be all right, yeah, well, that was the gospel song uh Al Green was known well known for his r and b flavor, everybody knows love and happiness. Yes. Hey. Oh my goodness. So he had no, you know, no uh you know, no qualms letting people know that he was giving up his secular life. And he has been a pastor for quite some time. And they say he has founded or he, you know, he did you know, I, I don't, we can't found a church, y'all. That That's just, the Bible tells us that. But he started, God used him to start the full gospel tabernacle church in Memphis where he is still preaching today. One of the other people. Now, Mace, this has been something that I've kind of heard some uh, iffy stuff about. But, hey, what am I going to say? He, uh, they named Mace Pastor back in 2021 after he announced his retirement in 1999 because he wanted to pursue a higher calling. Now, everybody knows Mace, you know, Murder Mace from Bad Boy Records with P. Diddy back then, Puffy, and he was with, Him when he first started So In 21 He was named pastor Of the Gathering Oasis Church in Atlanta Now I don't know if y'all know about this one Because I sure didn't know about this one Little Richard Wow Remember I like to be just as Surprised As you all So we're talking about these famous people, artists, and uh, entertainers who were once on the secular side of life, who gave their life to the Lord. And, you know, uh, Little Richard was quite flamboyant back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they say that back in 2017... Um. You know, he had given up that life until his death in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, who else we took up? Montel Jordan. Did y'all know that? Because this is the first time. Remember, I tell you, I don't look at these lists before I get with you. Montel Jordan is on this list. Uh, You know, the Grammy-nominated, this is how we do it, yeah. Now, I don't know how many of you saw his unsung, but that was a real interesting story. Yes, a very interesting story. Um, His fame and fortune and how he, um, you know, he took his climb to the top and now they say he tours every once in a while on that throwback you know tip but mostly you can find him preaching alongside his wife Kristen and they lead masterpiece two words masterpiece church in Georgia All right. Well, the next on this list we've all heard, because she's been at this for quite some time, Miss Salt from the rap group Salt and Pepper. And she made a major jump. Um, If you ever listen to her story, that was quite a bit of information that um, they put out there when they did the Salt and Pepper story. And she's got her own little side story that she tells. and, you know, she, uh, uh, Peppa didn't make the, the, the move, but she did, leaving Peppa behind in that particular um, arena for quite some time before they started touring again. Yeah, that was, that was big. That was a big war, actually, a big step. She had to take And even with, what's her name, um, Peppa giving her a lot of grief. She stood her ground. She stood her ground, so big up to you, thumbs up to you, salt. What about Rev Run? (laughs) Joseph Simmons from Run DMC fame, and you all know about back in the early 2000s, him becoming what he calls Rev Run. And he was ordained as a Pentecostal minister. So he is still on that gospel tip in music and TV. Now, no malice is on this list. I have to tell you, I don't know anything about this individual. Uh, well, they say he's half of the rap duo clips. Now again, I don't know. They have hits such as Grindin' and When the Last Time. But in 2012, he announced on Twitter that he had turned his life around to Christ and renamed himself No Malice. So they say since then, he's released some solo albums and shared his faith on Um, Tracks with Lecrae, Kanye West, and Pusha T. All right? So those are some of the ones that come up on this list. I mean, if we think about it, we know some of the uh, movie and TV stars. I'll bring that list um, sometime soon. I'll bring that list to you all. And uh, we can talk about them On another day, God spares. All righty? All righty. Now, I got another conversation that we're going to have a lot of fun with. You know, I always give you all some uh, stuff that you can definitely holler back at me. Well, with the... What do I want to say? With the um, notoriety of the Color Purple soundtrack, we have a list of soundtracks mm-hmm. that they say is just as good as the movie itself. Now, I don't know how many of you saw the Color Purple but they redid it and released it. The way they did it on you know, on Broadway. And it was a really nice rendition, really nice soundtrack, a little different than what we remember that nineteen eighty four soundtrack to be. And you know, it was it, it came off really well. It came off really well. Well Hmm. All right, they're making fun of me, y'all. They're making fun of me. All right, so if something comes up in your mind, make sure you send it to me. I wouldn't say holler at me. Make sure you send it to me. And, again, these are soundtracks of all times. They said the best soundtracks of all times that were good as good as the movie. Well, the first one that comes up on their list is Shell. Oh, uh, come on, everybody know that? Oh, uh, Shut Your Mouth by Isaac Hayes. Um, that was good. You know, back in the day, back in 1971, the Shaft soundtrack, I know this outdates some of you, but for those of us who were alive back then, it was a slamming soundtrack, yeah. And the movie was, was banging. The movie was banging. Superfly comes up next and let me tell you something man, oh man, oh man first of all, Superfly despite the content and the topic is one of my favorite all time movies and that's from back in 1972 and they had one slamming soundtrack that was written by Curtis Mayfield and he Oh my goodness, he was phenomenal. He was a phenomenal um, um, musician and writer and performer. And I, I'm hoping that another one of his soundtracks come, comes up on here. I'm not going to say it now. But, you know, as I, oh, here it is, the next one that's on this list, Claude Dean. Oh, he wrote another banging soundtrack for Claudine movie Claudine was a good movie oh come on i mean listen 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 now i know that you know some people thought that that was kind of depressing you know, when she had all them kids and, you know, she was running from the public assistance and what they should call welfare people. And But it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. And I know I'm still talking to some people. But listen, where your mamas at? You know, my kids know all of these old movies, these 1974 movies, because this is the kind of stuff that I used to watch. And, of course, they're there and I watched it with them, except for the Superfly one. I didn't watch it with them. All right. What else are we talking about? Sparkle, oh yes, now let me tell y'all about the Sparkle soundtrack, that was straight up whack, okay, now the original Sparkle, we ain't talking about that garbage they put out later on, the original Sparkle soundtrack, now this, this Sparkle, um, the trio was Lynette McGee, Irene Cara, and Another woman who we never really heard much of after was Dwan Smith. I remember this very clearly. And when they did the soundtrack in the movie, I don't know how many of you know this, but they used the voices of the three ladies. But when the movie came out and they wanted to release, the official soundtrack, they went and used Aretha Franklin's voice. Now, you talk about disrespect. Now, so the voices you hear in the movie, that was, you know, that giving him something he can feel. That was them. That was them singing, the three ladies singing. So we all would enjoy how they sang in the movie, but yet, and and back then, I'm sorry, they did not use voiceovers like they do, like when people are in movies now and they lip sync, yo, that's straight whack. But, yeah, they they were really singing. They really sang. And they decided that they didn't think that their voices would sell the soundtrack. They wanted the money. And the money said... Aretha Franklin's and I have to tell you, when I heard her version of these songs, straight whack, I'm sorry. They're much better. Much better with the original three ladies. Again, that was Lonette McGee. That was um what's her name? Irene Cara, who we just lost recently in these last couple of years, and Duane Smith. Yeah. You can still see um Lonette McGee. She shows up every now and then. Yeah, the one who played a sister. Alright, so I just thought that might, you know, get your attention. Some little trivia. The whiz comes up next. Now that's the one with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson smoking. It. Smoking it soundtrack. Slide some oil to me. Oh my goodness gracious. Really, really, really good. But the whole whiz soundtrack period, even from the play with Stephanie Mills, smoking soundtrack. So you know, The Wiz movie was good. The Wiz soundtrack was good. So that deserves to be on the list. Now, I don't know about this wild style that's next on the list from 1983. And I think this is from the dance movie. Um, you know, when Breakin' First came out, The Break Dancing. So I don't know. I guess I would have to go back and listen to this. Uh soundtrack, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know, but it's on the list. All right, all right, here we go. Something that y'all know about, and maybe now I'll get some feedback. The next one on the list. Now, again, the topic is soundtracks that were smoking, the top soundtracks that had movies that were just as good or the movies that had smoking soundtracks. That's the way I'm going. Juiced! Yes, yes. Now, that definitely deserves to be on the list. Definitely deserves to be on the list. That was with Omar Epps. That was his debut. Khalil Kane, I believe that was his debut. We know that was the debut of Tupac and... Jermaine Hopkins was the only one, that's the one who played Steel. He was the only one who had never been, uh, had been in movies before. Lean on me. He had been in before. So that definitely deserves to be on the list. All right. All right. I'm giving a thumbs up to the next one. The Bodyguard. Yeah. Now, The Bodyguard. Came out in 1992, and this was when Whitney Houston's voice was in its prime. She smashed every single song that was on this soundtrack. This soundtrack definitely deserves to be on this list, and unfortunately, it didn't last much longer after that. By the time she did The Preacher's Wife, you could start hearing a decline. And so this is where she really just pumped, um, you know. I wonder if if something else is on this list. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, there we go. There we go. Waiting to Exhale. Yeah, that came out in 1995. And I guess she kind of pushed her, you know, Why Does It Hurt So Bad and Waiting to Exhale, Hoot Shoop um, song, you know. But she only had two solo songs on this soundtrack. This was a banging soundtrack as it debuted a few um, artists that we had not heard of, but they had Shantae Moore, they had Toni Braxton, they had Yes Whitney Houston, they had, what's her name, Um, they had um, SWV, Faith Evans. Oh, they went back and got our girls Patty LaBelle, Aretha Franklin. Um, they had the the new group free. They brought in CeCe Winans. Now this particular soundtrack was done by none other than Babyface. So you knew you was gonna have some smoking when Babyface took, you know, um Brandy, um, TLC. Oh, he pulled out the best and Every single song, you know, unfortunately, TLC song, that one I just don't play. I just, I don't know. But the rest of them I play, and if, it, if, if we put it on till today, it's smoking. It's a smoking soundtrack. All right, well, maybe y'all know a little bit about this one a little more than I do. Friday comes up on this, yes, the one with um, Chris Tucker and, um, what's his name? What's his name? Y'all know what I'm talking about, the rapper. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. The original Friday is on this list. Um, I don't know. I never heard the. I never heard it. I never heard the soundtrack to Friday, and that was from 1995 as well. Well, this one I do know about Soul Food. That was another smoking soundtrack from 1997, which um, pulled in boys to men. They did a a top um a song for that particular uh soundtrack Mama. Um, you had Casey and Jojo on there, you had After Seven on there. You had quite a few heavy hitters. Back in the 90s, I don't see something on this list yet, and I'm hoping it's going to be on here, because I would be quite upset if there's another soundtrack that does not come up on this soundtrack on this soundtrack list, but Soul Food from 1997 with um, Viv- Vivica Fox, Neal Long, and Vanessa L. Williams. And remember now, that launched the TV series um, Soul Food. Which pulled in the other Vanessa Williams and me. Um, what's her name? Um, Nicole Ari Parker. And who played Nicole Ari Parker? Played Terry. Um, Vanessa Williams played Max. And who played Neil Long? Oh, um, Melinda Williams played near long role and, and it was actually casted very well and now you can actually go find soundtracks to those different um ser- that series as well okay all right this ashantis will be happy about this one brown sugar 2002 now this one this movie starred um sonar lathan and Tay Diggs, and this was like a hip-hop type of um, soundtrack, and uh, this is a soundtrack that I've never been drawn to listen to, but I might listen to it, because this sparks another soundtrack that comes up, let's see if it shows up, oh, not yet, Hustle and Flow from 2005, and that starred... And and that was the match made in heaven for people, and that was Terrence Howard and my girl, um, oh my goodness gracious, how can I, I see her face, but I can't think of her name, Taraji, Taraji P. Henson, that was the first time they were together, and they uh, started the Empire uh, series with those two, so... I don't know, Hustle and Flow from 2005. All right. Now, here's one that I do believe should be on the list. Dreamgirls from 2006. Very good soundtrack. Another um, remake from the Broadway play where it was Jennifer Holliday in the original Broadway play. Jennifer Holliday, who played um the larger role <laughs> i'm sorry i can't think of her name um and what's her name loretta divine played um in it as well and um what's her name from moesha i can't think of her name i can see her face i can't think of her name but in the movie there was Jennifer Hudson, there was Anika Noni Rose, and there was Beyonce. So it was a nice rendition, nice, you know, um, remake. And I would say Dream Girls should be on this list. All right. Black Panther 2018 is on this list. And I have not listened to this soundtrack. Never Again, never drawn to listen to this soundtrack. Um, so, I don't know. From 2018, maybe it should be on this list. I don't know. But I am definitely disappointed because there is there are two movie soundtracks that are not on here. So, hit me up if you agree. The first one I would say is Boomerang. Yo, where's a Boomerang on here? I'm mad. And Shanti is I know Shanti's got um, what's what, with uh, the pretty boy who never ages. <laughs> what's his name? What's his name? With Neil Long. Neil Long and Tay, not Tay Diggs, What's his name? Um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Benjamin Buttons, the black Benjamin Buttons. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. But the movie they played in together, Um, was a really nice soundtrack, somebody sent me the name, somebody sent me the name, y'all know what I'm talking about, Um, the one who played in, um what do you call that, what do you call that movie, With the Dreads, he played With the Dreads, okay, hold on, let me see if somebody's got my, got my name here, Lorenz Tate, yes, Lorenz Tate, well, what's the movie they played with him and Nia Long, and they were doing the poetry? Come on, give it to me. Where are those two? That was a. I, you know, Shatif loves that movie. She loves that movie. Send me the name, somebody, please. I can't think of it. I can see the, I can, Love Jones, Love Jones. There we go. Um, I got it before y'all can send it to me. Love Jones. Now, that was an excellent Soundtrack, so I'm sorry. Two are missing. Who made this list up? And they've got Black Panther, and they don't have Love Jones. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. They've got Hustle and Flow, but they don't have Boomerang. Yo! They missed the mark on that one, y'all. They missed the mark. So, we gotta tell them about it. We gotta tell them about it. Where were y'all? Where were y'all? Y'all missed that? Alrighty. Well... another trivia. We're gonna do some we're not gonna do some hard news today until later. I got some something that I want to talk about later. But I got another list here. And they y'all help me out with this one. Let me know if you agree. Let me see if I can find this list. Hmm. All right. so the list here is they are naming the greatest. Now, we're doing this because we're kind of closing out 23, and this is the stuff that would have been done that I wanted to do back um, for last week, but we didn't get a chance to get on last week. So, y'all yeah, got it all this week. They're talking about the greatest R&B songs in the 21st century. And one of the songs that comes up is Confessions by usher confessions part two now that's from 2004 and uh i don't know who wrote this list so i'm i'm in gen y so i'm sure i'm not going to agree with quite a few of the songs and i'm sorry this is not one of the ones i put on the list but you know this was usher's uh you know arena all right d'angelo shows up on this list how does it feel? You know that Untitled song, that video he did with no clothes on? Remember that? 2000. Yep, he shows up on this list. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Well, guess who, guess who shows up on this list? I'm not surprised. I'm kind of surprised with the song, but I'm not surprised that she's on this list. Beyonce. For her Dangerously in Love 2 song. From 2003. Wow. Mary J. Blige. I'm not surprised she's on this list, but Be Without You. 2005 is on this list. Didn't she have, like, better songs than Be Without You? I don't know. Mariah Carey. We Belong Together. From 2005 is on this list. Frank Ocean. Thinking About You, from
0: 2012.
2: I don't know. Alicia Keys, Fallen. Wow. I'm surprised that I'm... Fire! This girl is on fire! I'm so glad they don't have that thing. That thing, that thing just make me sick. Um, 2001. Okay, I'm not surprised he's on this list, because this was the one that really put him out there. Um, this was his... Um, song, his breakout song, and we've been hearing from him ever since. John Legend with Ordinary People. I was like, what was so big about this song? 2004. Remember, we're talking about the biggest songs, the biggest R&B songs of the 21st century. Who wrote this list? Who compiled this list? Okay, well, this definitely does not get on any list of mine. I do not like Erica Badu, but Erika Badu, Bag Lady, from 2000, is on this list. Brandy, Full Moon, from 2002, is on this list. I don't even know. What is that song? I never even heard of that song. I don't know. Do y'all know that song? And that's the 10 songs. Are y'all serious? All the songs that y'all could have picked, who wrote this list? That was whack. That was a wackety-wackety-wackety-wack, wackety-wack list. I don't like it. I don't like that list at all. I'm getting rid of this whole tab right now because we are not coming back to that conversation. All righty. What else are we talking about today? Well, who's I think there could have been some other songs on that list from two thousands or guess whatever. Um, All right, so all right now there's this war going on now. Now that Diddy has been on blast for this Cassie thing, everybody and their mama wants to talk now, and I'm not quite understanding. Is here it's like what you know to me If you have not talked About these things and all these just shut Up I'm sorry I, I'm just not I'm just not failing to tell All Um. Uh. What do you call this I don't want to it's the word I want to use But I can't think of it right now Um. The tell All Aura we're in just, So now you have Cat Williams who got on somebody's um, interview, some guy's interview, and he's now outing um, said the entertainer for stealing one of what he calls one of his best jokes, Cat Williams, and... I'm going to tell you which joke it is because he's really upset that he really used his joke and he got all of this notoriety out there. And one of the... the, Because uh, he claims quite a few other people, or some other people used something else of his or whatever. But he claims that said the entertainer used the joke from the kings of comedy. Remember when... He does this um, this piece of his stand-up where he claims, like, you're on a spaceship and you're supposed to be driving, and he, that song... I can't think of the song. It's back, back in the 70s. Um, he uses that song, and he's supposed to be backing up. He's supposed to be honking his horn. He's supposed to be telling the guy, like, another driver in space that, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, that's supposedly from an old... Older um, stand up when he was on Comic View. What's his name? Cat Williams was on Comic View, and who looked at Comic View? That was so whack. Um, but he showed. They showed. I went. I, I, they had a clip in the article of Cat Williams doing this particular joke, and what said did later was he kind of. Changed a couple of the things, I guess, figuring, you know, okay, it ain't, I can just dress it up a little bit. So he's really upset about that. So he's putting um, said on the block um, and on blast for stealing his joke. He claims this is not just a random joke. This is my very best joke, and it's my last joke, and it's my closing joke. And he says it was from nineteen ninety eight Comic View. So we know that, you know, this, this whole, um, the, the four of them, the original Kings of Comedy came much longer after that. He says that when, that Sed was there when he, did the, when he did the joke. And he came and he, you know, said, hey, this was good, blah, 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 blah. And um, he's mad because he's, how do you come and give me a compliment? And two years later, I see my joke on your stand-up. So he's really bitter about this. He's really talking about this. And as he was in this interview, he was talking about a whole lot of other people as well. Um, But, you know, if it's your joke and you feel like you didn't get the recognition For your joke because remember this was on Comic View He did it but the Kings of Comedy Was a blast And it was all over the place And it got millions of plays So you know I guess there's a reason To be upset Um they, They showed the clip of him Doing it you know In a comic view And People laughed People laughed Um Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. So this was the Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp, and he's, Also, from what I'm getting here from one of my uh, text messages, that he was disrespecting Bernie Mac as well during this interview. So I'm going to go back. Thank you so much for that piece of information. I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at the interview itself, which I really didn't want to because I don't want to hear the whining. And And I'm not saying that he's lying. But I just didn't want to hear it. But if now, if you're telling me that he's disrespecting Bernie Mac as well, I definitely want to hear what he had to say about Bernie. Um, but yeah, he talked about Steve Harvey. He talked about Sad. He talked about quite a few people. He talked about what's that other guy? Um, the other one, uh, Ricky Smiley. He was really all out there, you know. So unfortunately, you know, if this is true, you know, then Sad you out. You know, he didn't didn't show, you know, what you did. And so Ced did respond, and you can go online to see Cedric's response. So I wanted to talk about that. That's from the tell-all industry now. All righty. Now, the last story I'm going to talk about today is Boosie. Now, this was really interesting. So everybody is smashing Boosie, the entertainer, because he posted um, that he had taken his girls, and I think they're seven and nine, his little girls, to see The Color Purple. And he said not only him, but a couple of other people got up and walked out of the movie because of the the scene, the lesbian scene with... um, between Shook, Avery, and Feely. So when I read this, the first thing I said was, well, unfortunately, um, I'm mad because I went to the bathroom. And that's the part I went to the bathroom on. So I didn't see how they really reenacted that part from the original movie. But when I saw the complaint, about him having to get up and take his girls out of the movie theater because he didn't want them to be exposed to the homophobic, I mean, I'm sorry, homo, homosexual, um, you know, innu- innuendo and in behavior. I was like, well, where were you when, when the, mo- the first movie came out? What were you, two? Two? The first movie came back at night, came out in 1984, and it was a, you know they didn't keep absolutely everything. For those of you who did not see the remake of The Color Purple, but they did keep that part, and that was a part in the in the original movie. And I'm sorry, for me, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I mean excuse me, the stuff that they're showing on t v now that these kids are looking at boy, oh boy, oh boy, is a whole lot worse than this. I'm not saying you should have kept your kids in front of the in front of the um in front of the screen, you know, but he felt it was so bad you know that he had to walk out, so now that really makes me want to um. Really make sure I go back and look at this thing here, because I'm like, well, how bad was it that you you and the other couple of people that you claimed walked out, had to get up and walk out along with them? You know, all y- of y'all left about it at the same time. So, I don't know. I do not know. So, I don't know, you know, they say that the reason why he's being smashed is because <laughs> he's homophobic. And this is another one of his homophobic moves and smashing and, and things like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I don't know him, but I do know this was all over the, the web. And I definitely wanted to talk about it because, again, I missed it. And I never go to the bathroom doing a movie. And I just had to go to the bathroom this day. And when I came back, I was like, wait a minute. I missed some stuff. Um, and I did, because I didn't get to see that, um, so I could have something to compare it to from the old. The old one, like I said, you know, wasn't a big deal to me, just a little kiss. The rest of it was in your in your mind, whatever you think happened after that. Um, there were some responses, and one of the responses that the people said um, in his complaint was, well, how in the world could you find it so deplorable To watch the homophobic... uh, I keep calling it homophobic... Homosexual part of it. But yet, the part when he was uh, beaten up. The part when he was uh, having sex with the minor child. And they even said something about rape. You know, if you really want to classify it. It was where he was raping her. How were you able to let your kids sit and watch all of that? And yet, when the two kissed, it was so deplorable. Um... It was, you know, that was a movie that it was pretty out there, you know, even from the original storyline. And it was a lot of, it, it was a lot to swallow. Um, and he seemed to have no problem with that. So that's why they're really getting on him about this homophobic issue, because they're thinking that's, that's really what it's made of. So, huh. I'm going to pull up my guys, and then I'm going into one of the things I want to talk about today. And we'll see how long um, we only going to spend a couple of minutes on this. Let's say good morning to our pastor Vinny. Boy, we haven't heard your voice in a million years. Good morning, Pastor Vinny. Good morning. Good morning. Am I muted?
0: Am I? Am I on? No, you.
2: No, no, no. You on? You on? I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh. hey. Amen. So good, so good. You know, I haven't talked to you guys since last year. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been yes. a
3: minute.
2: So glad it's to been hear a your too voice. Long, too long. I know. Yes, so glad, to hear, <laughs> so glad to hear your voice, though. What'd you say?
4: So glad to hear you as well. Well, it's thank a, you. Thank it's you, really thank been you. really too long. But uh, yes. God is good. Yes.
2: Amen. Good. We're still here to, Amen. Still here to talk about it. Amen. That's right, Pastor Vinny. That's right. So let's Everybody jump can't into say this. That. That's right. That's right. Thank God we're on this side of the grave, and Amen. others didn't, it, but we did. So thank you so much. We're going to jump into this really quickly because there's some some two other to- topics I want to talk about today, but I do want to know you were on for the best soundtrack. For a black movie Of all times Did you hear one of the ones That you would say was The best soundtrack Along with the movie Or do you have another one That you feel they should have Added to the list
4: um, Well I, I, I tell you I'm, I'm definitely old school And um, Curtis Mayfield Can do no wrong In my book <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, uh,
4: all right. He, he, was, he was just a complete, complete musician, writer. Yes,
2: yes, uh, yes. You know,
4: and, and I'm sure he he, at, he he was in the directing as well. So, you know, he oh, okay, was all okay. Around in that. So, so again, we're looking at Shaft. We're looking at probably Superfly. You know, they kind of stand yes. alone. They they really represented, you know, the times.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So he has two on there. What'd you say? Yeah, the new, the new stuff. is like, it's like,
4: what, what's your word for it? Whack? <laughs> it's all straight whack. Trying to find sensationalism, but they but they're not making the mark. Right. They're not making right. the mark That's right. for, me, for me. That's right. You know, well, I'm not. Either, I'm, I'm not a big. Movie goer, you know now, okay, you know, but you know back in the day that's that's what we went to see, and well, aside from um Bruce Lee and the karate movies
2: <laughs> <laughs> they came with no soundtracks, thankfully, thankfully, yeah. thankfully, thankfully, okay, mm. well, your boy, Curtis Mayfield shows up twice on their list with the Superfly yeah. and the Claudine soundtrack, which was definitely too yeah. banging soundtrack so we're we're glad that at least they showed up um he showed up on the list twice as deserved he deserved to show up on that soundtrack we're going to talk about some um some other um musician later in a minute um thank Mm -hmm. you so much for joining us glad to have you back on for the top of the year our first Friday back
4: in the house
2: Yes, thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Let's say good morning to our Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor KL.
5: Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. You thank you. Jesus. You know what? You
2: are up. a mess. Good morning.
5: Good morning. How are you?
2: I am well. Thank you. I am well. I am well. How are you today?
5: I am blessed and highly favor of God.
2: <laughs> amen. <laughs> So, Pastor KL, we started off this morning talking about the best movie. No, I'm sorry. Let me let me put it. Let me let me say it the way they said it. The best soundtrack and movie that ever existed for you. Which one would that be?
5: Well, I can't remember his name. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff with Michael Jackson, and I think he had. Uh he had a, a brain operation, uh, but, but he did the soundtrack for The Wiz, and I thought that was fabulous.
2: Okay, well, guess what? The, you weren't on, but The Wiz is on the list. Very okay. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, The Wiz is on the list. Okay, okay, good. Yes, yes, yes. The Wiz was well-written, and it was well-written well for film as well as, you know, Broadway. Did either one of you see the Broadway version of the Wiz? Yes. yes. Oh I yes. Yeah. What about you? Pastor Vinny? No. No, I didn't get to. it. Oh, it was you know. great. It was great. It mm-hmm. was great. It was great. It was really, really, really good, um, with Stephanie Mills as um right. the uh, lead um uh, Dorothy And it was it was, it was was really fabulous It was fabulous the way they did The whole setup was really good And they did a nice film version Of The Wiz And you know They did follow it up I agree with both of you on your um, Recommendations as to who should be on this list And definitely yep. They should All three of them should be on the list So amen, 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 amen. Alright gentlemen the other day, we ended up kind of stumbling onto a conversation, and we talked about Jonathan Majors, which we've talked about mm. before, and he's an actor who got into some trouble altercation with their with his uh girlfriend, and he ended up losing a few roles behind. Um, this accusation and uh, what they're doing now is before you could even be found guilty, before you even get to court, they're snatching up you know, these roles from these people and I did ask Vivian and Shantice, did they feel that it was too much and they said yes and I brought up what's his name, R. Kelly and I brought up the fact that I had gone to see um, Kirk Franklin twice. I went to his um, his concert, and neither time, because we're talking about eliminating them from rotation. Remember, R. Kelly was pulled from streaming ser- services and uh, from radio stations and all kinds of things. They no longer play him. Well, when we went to the Kirk Franklin concert, uh, they didn't. They did an entire medley, and we know "Lean On Me," which includes R. Kelly, was a hit, and they did not include that in the rotation. Hmm. So my my feeling was, I wasn't as mad as at the fact that they did not include it in the rotation. More than there was no mention of R. Kelly. Now, here's, here's where my brain went, and I want to hear what you guys think. I felt that this man has helped you make all this money. You're doing your rotation, and here we are. You're ex- excluding the song from your rotation. So what would have been so bad? Or let me put it another way: it would have been a definite walk in the right direction had during your medley you stopped, silenced the room. Now, one of those arenas we went to had like sixteen thousand people in change. What ministry or, or ministering would it have been for you to silence the room and say, "Listen, I want to take the, a moment for us to just lift." my boy, your boy, because that's who he is, R. Kelly, up in prayer. We do not agree with what he's being charged with or what he's been accused with or what we've seen or whatever, however you want to say that. However, we have definitely sung his music. We've definitely enjoyed music, and we have to make sure that we let him know that although we don't um, agree with what they're accusing you of, that we do lift you up in prayer because you need that right now. And I thought about a couple of Bible verses, and one of the Bible verses that said, you know, when I was in jail you didn't visit me, and when I was hungry you didn't feed me, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And I was really annoyed. And then I went into another Part of it, but I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it there for right now. And I want to know what you gentlemen think of that. Do you think that, you know what, yo, you, you in jail for this? I'm not, kill, I'm not putting you on my rotation. Or do you think otherwise? And I'll start with you, uh, Pastor Vinny.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, it takes, it, it takes, uh, it takes a lot of boldness sometimes to do the right thing. Um, R. Kelly our Kelly's crime was that it was it was so egregious him you know dealing with these young girls these were kids really and um the world after it hit the splash, the world sort of was it was so egregious and that they, he reached a point where the, where I think there was really no coming back from and and now, so people and, and and this went on for years right if i am not if i'm not, yeah. uh, mistaken mm-hmm. and yes, uh, yes, yes so people so so people are saying, no, we're not gonna drag let majors or whoever coming after that drag it on, drag it on, make their millions, you know um and and still you know have this sink on them so um it to do what you suggested, I think that would have been noble. I think it would have been noble. I think it would have been, you know, us visiting him in jail, him, him us uh, supporting him and saying, you know, you, you did what you did, you know, it was wrong, but we're praying for you.
2: Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Pastor KL, what's your thought?
5: Um, my my thought is the same. Uh, again, good, bad, or indifferent, this, this man contributed contributed to helping you become rich. You know, he yeah. put money in your pocket. You know what I mean? He he, he he put money in your pocket and and he helped you eat. He helped you feed other folks. You know, with, mm-hmm. with nothing with nothing else to mention of his name would not have hurt you. You know, yeah. the, the 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 problem is. You know, we have so many people who, who we've gone with stones at, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and not, not not to sway, but this whole um, T.D. Jake stuff. But how many people have T.D. Jake blessed? You know, and, and you've got to understand, these people are still natural men,
0: you know, mm-hmm. that can
5: fall at any time. So so mm-hmm. how, would, how would it hurt who you are in the business? Just by saying thank you or mentioning his name, right. and, that, and right. to your pastor, Seth, he, he could have said, "Listen, you know, we understand what what they say he's done. You know, so as a man of God in ministry, right. I, this is my show. Can we take time? Right. Give me just right, and let's, let's right. pray for him.
0: Right,
4: you know, what I'm
5: saying let's have a moment, of silence, and just pray because listen, at this right. point, this this is your biggest church." Right. This is your big right. So right, this is your biggest curse right. so right. mm-hmm. and when two or three are gathered then he's Thank in the you.
4: midst
0: the what's the best
2: time Thank to come you. together people. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. that that was really. I mean, I went off the other day. I, I didn't realize I was so passionate about it. And y'all know how I get when I get passionate. I did uh-huh. not realize I was so passionate about it. Brother Al is on, but I'm going to um um so that he can kind of jump in in a minute. Um, and I'm going to do something um right now. I'm going to push what I said. That that was my issue. My issue was I don't even want to hear that they said, oh, well, you know, we did it. We were on tour, and we brought his name up when we were in Texas, or oh, when we stopped in Chicago, you know, because he's a Chicago native, we we did it there. No, every single stop, mm-hmm. every single stop on your tour should have included that prayer and i said the same thing you said pastor k.l that's why i said 16 one of those arenas we were in was 16 million people i saw him in the uh, in jersey and we saw him down at barclays these are major arenas D- listen he blessed you in kansas so pray for him in kansas he blessed you in texas mm-hmm. y'all pray for him in texas he blessed you in the new york new jersey and connecticut tri-state area bless him here Pray for him here. It should not be this thing where we prayed for him once on the tour. Did did you want to get one sale? So I want to play. I want to play the song because one of the things that I talked about, and I'll I'll say it, is the song itself. So I'm going to play the song for all who may not really know the lyrics um, to really push why, you know, to really show you all why I was really annoyed. And it, it was just really, again, annoying to me. So here we are, and I'm going to give you some trivia behind this when we finish. This
1: is for that little child with no father. For that man that doesn't have a place to stay. No. For that little boy living with AIDS.
0: Can tell you a story, you can wait on me There's a man oh yes. standing on a corner he had no home he had no food and his blue sky are gone yesterday can you hear him cry now? A man a girl <laughs> Oh
2: So now I'm even more mad (laughs) that these lyrics have been played because when I hung up from the broadcast the other day, gentlemen, all I kept saying was, but it's the lyrics to the song, to the very song. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I'm going to give our brother Al an opportunity to jump on board for this conversation. Good morning, brother Al. It's been forever since I've heard your voice. Good
1: morning. Good morning. Yes, it's been a long, long
0: time. I
1: thought I had to call Pop from the barber shop for a minute.
2: <laughs> How are you, brother Al?
1: Oh, man, I'm doing well. Thank you. You're doing really well.
2: Good, good, good. Glad to hear. Thank you for joining us this morning. You know, we're talking about, let's call it My Brother's Keeper. And the other day when we were talking about Jonathan Majors and, you know, him losing all of his movie deals because of the accusation of, you know, being with, uh, hitting and abusing this young lady, um, I did ask uh, Vivian and Chantice. Did they feel that it was extreme? And they they both said, yes, they did feel it was extreme. And I brought up the fact that I had gone to two Kirk Franklin concerts. And in both concerts, he did a medley of his hits. And very noticeably for me, the hit, Lean On Me, was not included in the in the medley. And I could figure out why. I can figure out why. And, and, and as, a, as, a, as an avid concert goer, I do understand that not all songs hit the medley rotation. I've seen the OJs. I've seen Anita Baker. I've seen um, The Whispers, just to name a few, at least seven times each. And can I tell you that not mm. one of their sets are the same? So I was very aware that, okay, if you, you know, do this medley, you could miss a song or two, but I have to tell Mm -hmm. you that he did not miss any songs. The same songs he sang at one concert, he sang at the other concert. And I was really annoyed because I felt like the millions of dollars you've made off of R. Kelly, you did Mm -hmm. not Take the time to at least silence the room and explain to them, listen, I'm silencing this room because my brother is in trouble. He's sitting in jail. This man has been sentenced to 30 years, and we have enjoyed his music. I have en- I enjoyed working with him, but yet we need to just lift him up in prayer. Just Just give us a minute let's all be solid because you know what we're all sinful we've all been sinful and guess what we're mm-hmm. christians and we're still sinful at times mm-hmm. we ain't, ain't none of us perfect so we want to definitely mm-hmm. lift him up and i i did ask pastor vinnie and pastor KL how did they feel about it they both actually did agree um what what do you feel do you feel like okay you know we understand that he's not in rotation He don't deserve to be and if he mentioned, it, oh well, oh well, because of what he did, or here we are, so forth and so on. So, what's what's your what's your feeling, brother Al?
1: Okay, yeah, you know, I was hearing a little bit. I I don't know a whole lot about it. I was hearing a little bit of it from time to time because I just been running doing stuff. But um, again, like I I do agree that. Yeah, I should sit and pray for the person. I think what happened is people forget about that when they get into a certain status or they get into a certain money status. It's like, Okay, well, this is what's what and I gotta be careful what I say because if I say this or well, I defend this person, I can lose my endorsements. I can lose this and that. Mm. But like you said, you know, if I've been working with you and I said, Wow man, my brother then fell then let me try to help him out. Let me speak speak on to have. Let me Get a prayer going because if 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 if, if God takes vengeance on what we've been doing, boy, there wouldn't be nobody on this earth. (laughs) Wouldn't be nobody on this earth if He takes vengeance on what we've done. done. And and I think they forget about all that when they get to uh, a certain status of forgiveness. You know, know, hey man, my brother died. Let's let's pray for him. You know, so yeah, that's my feel on that.
2: Okay, thank you. You know, when I hung up, I just kept thinking about the lyrics. And I would say maybe about ten minutes later, I came across the lyrics. Um, but before I do that, I want to give you this trivia. And when I read this trivia, I was even more mad. So it says, Lean On Me
0: mm-hmm. was
2: from the gospel artist kirk franklin released in 1998 the song greatly helped ascend kirk franklin's album the new nation project the new nation project went on to top the billboard contemporary christian albums chart for 23 weeks and the billboard gospel albums chart for 49 weeks and brought franklin his third grammy Released as the first single in 1998, Lean On Me helped catapult the New Nation project to becoming double platinum gospel album. The single is also an interpretation of the Bill Withers song, Lean On Me. The song was col- was a collaboration with artists Bono, Mary J. Blige, Crystal Lewis, Pamela Mann, and R. Kelly. The song was heavily praised for reaching both the gospel and secular radio. 1.5 million copies of the single have been sold to date, and the single was nominated for Song of the Year category for the 41st Grammy Awards. The single was also nominated for Best R&B Song and Best R&B Performance by a duo or group group. With vocal. And I got mad all over again, y'all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because
2: my what came across about 10 minutes after I left the, the broadcast, the part came in my head. Tell me, how can I love Jesus if I've never seen his face, but yet I see you dying and I turn and walk away? Walk this away. was R. Kelly's part of the song. When we were talking, I said, "Why can't they just you know quietly just play the music and just you know let let his singers here's my shoulder, you can lean on me, here's my shoulder, you can lean on me while we just 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 gave that minute all right, so uh Pastor Vinnie, i'll give you I'll give you a minute to talk about that um in regards to the lyrics, the very lyrics of the song <laughs> depict what Kirk Franklin should be doing right now." Mm-hmm. and you're not <laughs> you know
4: um this this song um especially when it first came out I, I i remember i remember myself just being in tears because because of the words and the sentiment i mean, it, it 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 really reached me deeply and now um seeing you know the the situation with R. Kelly and all that. It, it's almost like R. Kelly is crying out for help. Mm-hmm. These words he's he's, he's all in, in in the lyrics, and a lot of times you know we call for you know what sells, what makes records, or what what's good business, and, and and really when it comes to the soul, none of that matters. Mm-hmm. None none of none of that should even matter. You know, it's, he he needs help. He needed help back then, and he needs help now. Mm. All right. All right. Yeah, you know, even, I mean, it was an awesome, it was an awesome, it is an awesome song. Even listening here, I still welled up, welled up with tears because of the emotion that that it, it brings up. But um, yeah, uh, you know I, I don't know all you know we sing, so the words matter. The words matter to us. And uh, yes, yeah. uh, you know I I I feel, I feel I don't. There's no agreement in what he did. It was truly egregious. But you know you're still
2: talking about a soul that needs to be saved. Absolutely, absolutely. Pastor KL, we're talking about the lyrics, not. So let's 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 just move away from. Okay, you should have done this, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the very lyrics that even his yeah. portion, the part that he sang <laughs> in the song. Long. How does this depict failure, or does it depict failure on our part?
5: It's. It, it, it. Depicts failure, depicts contradiction. You know, these, these are all, it, it depicts lies. I mean, because mm-hmm. look, we, we, we have already been, been signatured and placed as a place not to go. Church is not the place to go because of this and because of that and because of the things people live. So here we are singing and broadcasting and making money, and yet we can't help the very person who helped us make this money. Mm-hmm. You know, so. This just says, "Hey, I told you so. I told you church wasn't about nothing. I told you the pastor's getting all the money. Right. driving the big, wearing the big suit and the and the, and the first lady's wearing the big hat this just depicts what they've been saying about us all along so 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 now no, not- they're, they're picking they're, they're tearing apart the, the little church because they they can see it around the corner, and now you've broadcasted in a concert. Well, now mm-hmm. you become the pimp in the pulpit because I'm paying to hear you. wow! I- I'm paying to watch you, you know, disrespect your brother who you say you love. So, so when you begin mm-hmm. to quote scriptures like I am my brother's keeper and yet your brother is kept behind bars and you can't even pray for him openly. Now, you might have prayed mm-hmm. for him in your house, but you can't pray for him openly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. If you be yep. ashamed of me, openly, I'm gonna be ashamed of you.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Absolutely. Wow, that pimp in the pulpit thing. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we are coming back to that. We come back to that, brother Al. We're talking about the lyrics here, and oh yeah. You know, is there a contradiction to the lyrics that you you brought this man in? To, you sought him out to sing on your track, on your gospel mm-hmm. track.
4: Now, mm-hmm. the very
2: words he's singing, what does it mean now that he's in trouble?
1: Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, what they did, like you said, was you, you, you sing these lyrics, and they're touching, hard, hard touching, and, and you're not living by the words. You know, you just... <laughs> Saying it because it sounds good, or you're getting paid for it, but it's 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 not. You're, you're not living it. What what I was thinking while Pastor K was talking, I'm thinking like, okay, you can't help your brother, right? You can't pray for him openly, and and I'm looking, right? You look at these rappers. Let one of these boys go to jail, they they wear free 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 MC pastor stuff free pastor stuff. You know, I, 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 I know we all see it. They know this person did it wrong, and they would get T-shirts made up. They would get T-shirts made up saying, Free Pastor stuff," and and, and read, read openly, where, again, you know, they looking at it like, wow, you know, if, if, I, if I pray for this man or I talk about this man publicly, I'm probably going to lose my stuff or look like, you know, and so... It's like you saw no lyrics and they knew nothing to you. Because, you know, like I said, I, I, I made it known. I'm an R. Kelly fan. I love his music. I think he is a genius. And I listen to his song all the time, Prayer Changes. That song touches my heart. The song, he wrote, uh-huh. Prayer Changes. And, and I'm listening to lyrics. And I'm like, man, this man just got an issue just like all of us do. So we have to pray for him. But they, like I said, they're in that spotlight. And it's like, man, I can't lose nothing. But yet instead, you ain't had no problem. You know calling him to help you out with a song. He didn't wrote hits for so many people. It's ridiculous. And now that he, you know, going through his issue and stuff like that, everybody has turned their back on him. And you wouldn't be where you was or had these hits or Grammys if it wasn't for him. So, uh, like Pastor Kale said, you look at the community and look at it. See, I told you churches is what they do. They look out for themselves. And, and you give us a bad name. And then y'all reconvene the people because y'all out in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. So look at the message well, that you're sending. You know, right. it ain't like us. We we might reach a couple of hundred. <laughs> you know, we might reach a couple of hundred because you know people don't know us. Yet. But y'all reaching millions of people. You can send that message. Even if, like you say, hey, you know what? Let's stop for a minute. Let's give a prayer. Let's pray for my brother R. Karen. Let's, let's pray for him and, and hope God. You know, and, and pray that God changes heart and and help him. You know, you can't even do that. That that that's sad. Mm-hmm. And you would have won Grammys off this man's work. Uh, That's
2: Mm -hmm. that's, sad Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, Brother Al You touched on something that I definitely want to I have here to go uh, There's a list I want to go over And then I'm going to go back to some lyrics in the song But this pushes uh, You know why I said What I said from the very beginning I want to read you and this is just a, this list is not inclusive of everything because I went through the list. Um, it was like 3, 4 o'clock this morning. I went through this list and I'm like, a lot of things that I know of is missing. So I, I, this is not a thorough list, but I'm just going to give you an idea. This is a list that I pulled up where R. Kelly either wrote the song for the artist
0: <laughs> and
2: or produced the song for the artist. So we've got the song 808 by black the r&b group black r kelly was a co-writer as well as the producer hold on a second come on what are you doing here mess with my flow hold on a second guys okay then the next one you have high five a little bit older now is the name of the song wrote and produced, written and produced by R. Kelly. You have Actress by Ty Dollar Sign, was co-written by R. Kelly. Age Ain't Nothing But A Number, Aliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. All Day, All Night, Changing Faces, written and produced by R. Kelly. All Is Not Gone, written and produced by R. Kelly for Changing Faces. All of My Days um, featuring Jay-Z for Changing Faces, co-written and produced by R. Kelly. All of the above, All the Above by Beanie Siegel, and that was co-written by R. Kelly. You have any time, any place, Janet Jackson, um, it was written by Janet, co-written by Janet Jackson, and we know Terry J- Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, but produced by R. Kelly. We have At Your Best, You Are Love, Aaliyah, co-written by, oh no, all the Isleys wrote that, that's right, because that was a remake, but produced by R. Kelly. Back and Forth, written and produced by R. Kelly for Aaliyah. Sparkle, Be Careful, written and produced by R. Kelly. Body Body Kiss, featuring Lil' Kim by the Isley Brothers, co-written but fully produced by R. Kelly. We have Bump, Bump, Bump by B2K, co-written and co-produced by R. Kelly. We have Busted. The Isley Brothers Written and produced By R. Kelly Bye Bye By J.S. Written and produced By R. Kelly Calling All Girls ATL Written and produced By R. Kelly Can We Go Round Again Billy Ocean Co-written And produced By R. Kelly We have Charlie Last Name Wilson By Charlie Wilson Written and produced By R. Kelly We know that I don't know how many of you know If it weren't for R. Kelly Charlie Wilson would be in the, still in the toilet right about now. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Clubbing by Joe Button and, uh, featuring Joe Button and Pied Piper by Marcus Houston, co-written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Contagious, featuring um, Kelly Price, no, R. Kelly and Shante Moore with the Isley Brothers, written and produced by R. Kelly. Cry by Michael Jackson, written and co-produced, him and uh, Michael Jackson co-produced the song. We're talking about Discovery, Brian McKnight, written and produced by R. Kelly, Do What You Wanna, Lady Gaga, co-written and co-written by R. Kelly. We got Do What You Gotta Do, 112, written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Down with the Click, written by Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. Everything's So Different Without You, Billy Ocean, co-written with Billy Ocean, produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Follow the Wind, Trisha Yearwood, written and produced by R. Kelly. Fooling Around, Changing Faces, written and produced by R. Kelly. Fortunate, Maxwell, written and produced by R. Kelly. Friend of mine with uh, Ronald Isley by Kelly Price, co written and produced by R. Kelly. F.U. Tonight, The Notorious B.I.G., co written by R. Kelly. We're talking get, ghetto, get Out. Get Out, Changing Faces, written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking Gigolo, Nick Cannon. Co-written with Nick Cannon and produced by R. Kelly. Girlfriend, B2K, written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about God's Grace, Trinity 5-7, written and produced by R. Kelly. Good Life, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. Guess what? Selena Johnson, written and produced by R. Kelly. Half, JS, written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Hell Yeah!, Genuine, co-written by R. Kelly and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about "Hotel" by Cassidy, co-written by R. Kelly. We're talking about how many ways Tony Braxton produced, co-produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Hush," Jaheem," written and produced by R. Kelly, Hypnotic with Fabulous," by Selena Johnson. Co-written and produced by R. Kelly. I Am Your Woman, Selena Johnson, written and produced by R. Kelly. I Don't Want To, Tony Braxton, written and produced by R. Kelly. I Just Don't Do This, K. Michelle, written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about I Look To You, Whitney Houston's comeback song, written by R. Kelly. We're talking about I Need An Angel, Daniel DeBorg written and produced by R. Kelly. I Need an Angel, Ruben Stuttered, written and produced by R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Ice Cream, J.S., written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about I'm Down, written and produced by R. Kelly for Aaliyah. I'm Gone Sparkle, written and produced by Aaliyah. I'm sorry, by uh, R. Kelly. I'm So Into You, Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. I'm Your Angel. Uh, Celine Dion Written and produced by uh, R. Kelly It's Gonna Rain Kelly Price Written and produced by R. Kelly It's Like Every Day DJ Quick Written and produced by R. Kelly It's On Mary J. Blige Written and produced by R. Kelly Joined at the Hip Selena Johnson Written and produced by R. Kelly We're talking about Laundromat Nivea Written and produced by R. Kelly Lean on Me Sparkle written and produced by R. Kelly. We're talking about Let Them Know, Brian Tiller, co-written by R. Kelly. Life, 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 live. Casey and JoJo, written and produced by R. Kelly. Listen, Marvin Sacks, Written and produced by R. Kelly. Let's get started. High five. Written and produced by R. Kelly. Love Angel. JS. Written and produced by R. Kelly. Only got a little bit more, y'all. Loving You. Sparkle. That's, um, it was written by Minnie Riperton. Do you remember? That was her song, but her Mm Sparkle version was produced by R. Kelly. Lucky Charm. The Isley Brothers. Written and produced by R. Kelly. Magic. Charlie Wilson, written and produced by R. Kelly. Make You My Baby, Joe, written and produced by R. Kelly. More and more, Joe, written and produced by R. Kelly. No Greater, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. No One Knows How to Love Me Quite Like You Do. Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. No Words, Charlie Wilson, written and produced by R. Kelly. Nothing Can Compare, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. Old School Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. One More Chance, Michael Jackson, written by R. Kelly Him and Michael Jackson uh, co-produced that. Outrageous, Britney Spears, written and produced by R. Kelly. Play on, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. Plenty of good loving. Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. PYD, Justin Bieber, co-written by Mm. R. Kelly. Questions, Tamia, written and produced by R. Kelly. Quiet Place, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. Uh, Rose, Billy Ocean, co-written by R. Kelly. Same Girl, co-written by R. Kelly. That's an Usher song. Co-written by R. Kelly, co-produced by R. Kelly. Satisfy You, P. Diddy. That's co-written by R. Kelly. We have... Sister, J.S., written and produced by R. Kelly. Sleeping with the One You Love, Fantasia, written and produced by R. Kelly. Slow Grind, J.S., um, written and produced by R. Kelly. So Sexy, Twister, written and produced by R. Kelly. Speechless, the Isley Brothers, written and produced by R. Kelly. Another one, uh, um, what's his name? Ronald Isley would not have had his comeback if not Mr. Big. That was the brainchild of R. Kelly. Spend the night. End phase. Written and produced by R. Kelly. Stay right here. JS, written and produced by R. Kelly. Stimulate me. Destiny's Child, written and produced by R. Kelly. Straight up. Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. Street thing. Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. Stroke you up. Change your Faces, written and produced by R. Kelly. Superstar, The Isley Brothers, written and produced by R. Kelly. Time to Move On, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. That Extra Mile, The Winans, co-written by R. Kelly, with The Winans, and produced by R. Kelly. That's that. Snoop Dogg, that was... Co-written by R. Kelly. The Thing I Like, Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. The Truth, Truth Hurts, written and produced by R. Kelly. Throw your hands up. Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly. To the World, and that's featuring Kanye West and Tiana Taylor, um, various artists, co-written by R. Kelly. We got Vegas, Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly. We Thugging. Fat Joe, co-written and co-produced, R. Kelly. What a Girl Wants, B2K, written and produced by R. Kelly. What about Sparkle, written and produced by R. Kelly? When When you call on me, baby, that's when I'll come running. Luther Vandross. Written and produced wow. by R. Kelly. Where you at? Jennifer Hudson. Written and produced by R. Kelly. Why should I believe you? Maya. Written and produced by R. Kelly. What would you do? The Isley Brothers. Written and produced by R. Kelly. <laughs> Wonderful. Ja Rule, Co-written by R. Kelly. Ya, ya, ya. Nivea. Co-written and produced by R. Kelly. You are not alone. Michael Jackson, written by R. Kelly, and Michael Jackson co-produced the song. Young Nation, Aaliyah, written and produced by R. Kelly, and Quality Time, High Five, written and produced by R. Kelly. Several of these songs come off the soundtrack of Life, the movie with um, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, Now, you can't, and I did that purposely, you cannot erase this man's footprint from off of history. And remember now, this is only a part of it, because it doesn't, we're not talking about how many times he sang on on a song, we're not talking about none of that, we're not talking about any song that they have missed off this list. This list goes on and on, and I want you guys to close with this particular um, piece of lyric there's a child who is sick and begging to be free but there is no cure for his disease Ah, brother Al what are we talking about here you know just the back story the little bit you've heard or the lot you've heard about R. Kelly what say you How, why is it that we need to help this man pray for this man
1: we need to pray for this man because he, 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 uh, he has a, a demon, a demon that won't let him go. And we have to pray that God have that demon release his child back to him. You know, uh, we, we all have some little demon. and we have to pray, and if we don't pray and pray heavy and pray hard, that demon will take control. And we need to, we need to, uh, to pray for this man and pray that God remove that demon from him. You know, it's like I'm listening to all these songs, and I'm just like, it's, it's just amazing. He got his hands on all this stuff. And, and, and the crazy thing about it, all the stuff he made was a hit. It wasn't like it was just a song. They were hit songs, you know. And and you need to pray for this man to to, to get that evil one to release his hands off of this man. You know, and, and like, hey, this is, this is God's child. You can't have him. You need to release him and go back and put your ugly head back in that pit. And that's what we need to do.
2: Amen, Brother Al. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Pastor Vinny, how are we closing today? There's a child who's sick and needs to be free, but there's no cure for his disease.
4: These, these, These are the lyrics that always hit me real strong. They real they really hit me, you know, deep in my heart. But listen, there is a cure for his disease, and that cure is Jesus. There is a cure. We're not going to just give up. You know, so many people, while he was going through all this mess, he was still writing songs and people were still depending upon him for the income. Mm. He was, he was He was still in court. He was still going through all of this stuff. And people were still coming to him, write me a song, produce this for me, do this for me, make millions for me, give me a name that's out there. And he was still doing it. You know, the the, the, the sin, the sin is greed. And for every sin, there's a cure.
0: And Mm -hmm. that cure is Jesus.
4: Amen. That cure is Jesus. Imagine if somebody would have said to him and said, "Listen, we know what you're doing. You don't have to do that. Stop it.
2: amen. We need Jesus amen. back
4: okay. Kelly, need somebody He needed somebody that had the boldness to stand up and say, Listen you- you're you are you doing good, but you know your your words they got to match
2: your heart motion." Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Vinny. Amen. Amen. Pastor KL, Amen. what do we say for these lyrics in our closing on this entire R. Kelly situation?
5: Well, I'd I, I like everybody to just take a moment and be honest with themselves. You know, and if you be honest with yourself, you were the child. That mm-hmm. had a disease. At, at some point, you yeah. were the child. You know, yeah. at some point, the lyrics is talking about you. You know, before you met Christ, before you turned your life over to God, you was the child who wanted to give up. You was the t- child who threw in the towel. You were the ugly duckling who said, no one loves me because of who I am, what I look like, what I say, my size. You were the child. But everyone had a different disease. Not everyone had cancer. You know, not 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 everyone had AIDS. Not everyone had the same disease, but yet you had a disease. And you understood that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just yes. get to know Jesus in, in my mm-hmm. heart and not depend on my mama's prayers and my grandmother's prayers, but to really know him for myself, then I know he can clean this disease that's on the inside. Because sometimes the disease is you. Your biggest enemy is the enemy. So once you get past mm-hmm. you, and get to Jesus, then everything would be all right. But first we have to be honest with ourselves and stop talking about people and stop criticizing because at one point you had the disease. Amen.
2: Amen. 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 Gentlemen, what a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful job and contribution into today's conversation. We thank God for you, and we pray you have a blessed day. Amen.
5: Wow. God you, bless. You too. You,
2: you too. It, it, it
1: good to, it's good to be back. Something like Amen. this can get never happen again, Pastor Jeff. Something like <laughs> this can <laughs> never happen again.
2: <laughs> all righty. I agree with you, Amen. Brother Al. Thank you so much. Have a blessed weekend, all of you. You
4: Thanks too, to my brother.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let me get this benediction. All right. Therefore my beloved brothers be steadfast, immovable, 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 always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 15:58. Woo, what a conversation. You know Pastor KL said that you know, this used to be you. Okay, I'm going to take this a step further. Is it you now? Is it you now? Is it you right now? You know, we, we always like to, to, you know, the Bible tells us don't, you know, don't don't consider yourself highly or more high than you ought to. You know, it's, it's us. We are all sick. And, you know, I said yesterday, on Wednesday rather, I said I think uh, – Kirk Franklin seems to forget that it was a very forgiving uh, community when he was digging up in his porn. And he went and told everybody, you know, that he used to be addicted to pornography. And I don't know what he did. I don't know who reached out to him. But, again, you know, just like all the men have said, you know, this we, in order for us to have gotten here where we are now, you know, we've had to shed some skin. And, you know, a lot of times we forget that Ashanti always says it, and it came up, I believe, yesterday, again. It's only by the grace of God that it's not us who the ones who are in the news for stabbing somebody, that only by the grace of God it's not us who's in that news for, you know, walking with somebody's head cut off. You know, yesterday we did a story of, you know, this, this, uh, 19-year-old guy who they picked up intoxicated, who was walking down the street with his sister's head in his hand with a rifle in the other. And she brought up, and she always says, only by the grace of God, this ain't us. That we're not the ones who the news is talking about. And it it is a fine line. It is a, a, a sheer fine line, you know, in regards to who we are and what we are and what we do how many things have we done that nobody's ever gotten a hold of nobody talks about it because nobody knows because God has allowed it to stay behind the veil and only he and you know about it or maybe one other person who's holding on to your sin or your deed and we have to think about that and you know for the record so it can be said I definitely do not agree with what he's been accused of, what others have said. You know, I thought about this outburst. I don't know if you remember. There was a big outburst when I think it was Gail King he was interviewing with, and he just jumped up and he bust out crying. And, you know, a lot of people said, oh, it was fake. And, um, you know, hey. Um, you know, those were crocodile tears and, and things like that. And, you know, I remember saying, how do we know that? How do we know that? How do we know that here we are again? This is a man who they have said, can't, he, I believe he said, he can't read. But I named all, I went through that list intentionally to go through the fact that we celebrate this man whether we want to or not he doesn't read all those people in his camp and he still couldn't read after all of that did anyone really reach out and say hey let's get to this library here's a book i'm not saying they didn't but i'm asking you know as long as you know we can did they feed the pockets of the people guess what the people hang around and that's what has always been, you know, people have been accused of, the hangers-on. You know, they'll they'll ride with you as long as you got money in your pocket and as long as you making money for them. But when you're down, where are these people? And my brothers and my sisters, let let's lift up one another in prayer. Let's make sure that if we comment on something that they've done that we're lifting them in prayer we have we have opinions nothing wrong with your opinion but if that's all you got is your opinion and you call yourself a child of god then shame on you where are you for the real function of a christian in this world do you only have something to talk about do you only have something to complain about do you only have the criticism coming off your tongue or are you offering God's kingdom the best that you have and if we go back in our our memory bank for what we did yesterday can God look at us and say that we are whiter than snow just from yesterday If we go back and we survey our life, can we honestly say that we're that innocent? That we can only talk about a person and not pray about a person and not give God thanks. That Thank you, God, that that wasn't me. Thank you, God, that that's not me. Thank you, God, that only because of you that is not me. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful to you for keeping your finger on the pulse of my life and making sure that it wasn't me instead of R. Kelly. That's what we need to make sure we stay before the Lord for. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due-time crew, my gentlemen, for taking us into a thought-provoking weekend. Thank you for hanging out with us and helping us do what we do. Please do not, please do not, please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now, because later is not promised to any of us. Until Monday, God spares. Uh, I love you.